Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's the email address as always if you want to get in touch with us on the programme. Darren O'Connor is suffering from long COVID and his wife and family are desperately trying to get him a bed at the National Rehabilitation Hospital to help with his recovery. His friends are also currently today completing a fundraiser which they started a little earlier this week. Samantha O'Connor is with us on the line today. Samantha, will you tell us about your situation? Um, Darren's in hospital. Darren's a moment in hospital since November 2021. Um, so we're going on 18 months. Um, and he was in a coma for a good bit and then just complications of his inflammation um, got to his, attacked his brain and all his organs. Um, so he's currently on a ventilator at the moment, still. Um, so we're just waiting for him to get into the NRH hospital. Um, desperately waiting, obviously. Um, me and all his family. Um, so that's that's pretty much what's what's happening. So I go up most days to see him in the hospital. Me and his family, his friends, go up and see him. Um, he's quite cognitive, so he understands what's going on. Mm. So this was he he had he your both yourself and Darren had um, had contracted COVID. Yeah, we both contracted COVID in October 2021, um, and it wasn't until the November. It was about three weeks later that he actually became ill. He had a very high temperature. Um, and sorry, and just when 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 yeah. you both had COVID, I mean, you you just what you both had symptoms like everybody else, or did the test and yeah, all was yeah. normal? And so was it quite, all normal in the initial? Yeah, quite what normal. Is normal is? Um, quite normal. You know, like we lost our sense of smell, sense of taste. We, you know, like it was, it was like a very bad cold. Um, and we both recovered. Uh, quite well. Afterwards. So there was this was probably back. I'm trying to think now. It's nearly 2021. That was probably the ten days of at home and isolation, yeah. or yeah. But there yeah, was nothing untoward at that stage, Samantha. That you thought seemed no a bit no, off. No, not at all. No. Not at all. And we had both been vaccinated um, about eight months before that. Okay. So, so. you you recovered pr- yeah. after the ten days or two weeks after. Yeah. And what happened, Darren, then? Yeah, so uh, we we obviously both recovered. We both went back to work after our 10 days. And then I remember it was a Friday. He wasn't well and he uh, called me and he said, can I ring in sick <clears throat> into work? And I said, of course you can. What's wrong? And so he said, I just don't feel right. He said, um, he says, I'm like, I have a really high temperature and he wasn't keeping any food down. So I says, OK, so we monitored his temperature. It went up to 42 degrees at one point and... I don't. I didn't know that was bad. Darren didn't know it was bad. Um, so on the Monday morning, I got him to go to his GP, and his GP sent him to A and E immediately, um, because he had a very high heart rate and very high blood pressure. And um, so in A and E, they couldn't get they could not get the temperature down. They had him on fluids and IV, and they had him on steroids, antibiotics. They couldn't. It just wasn't going down. And then the ne- very next day, he went to ICU. Um, but he's still, you know, he's still uh, not fine, but he was talking, texting. And then into the Wednesday morning, he sent me a text saying he was having a panic attack. And he didn't reply when I wrote back to him. And uh, when me and his mom went up to ICU, because you were you were allowed 10 minutes mm. at that stage. Um, and while we were in the waiting room, they actually came in and told us that they had to put him into an induced coma because all his organs were, were failing. 
That must have been very frightening. It was, it was that, that's how quick it was. So, so he rem- so he remained in hospital then, did he, in Beaumont? Yes, he was. He was in. So he was in ICU for I think it was two months, and then he was transferred to a respiratory ward, St Martin's Ward in in Beaumont. And um, so he was there. Uh, he was there then, and then I didn't see him for a month because it was COVID in the. There was a lot of COVID yeah. in the hospital at that stage. So we were restricted then. So finally, when I went back to see him, it would have been like the January, um, towards maybe February. And then um, he was in St. Martin's Ward for about nine months, 10 months. And the staff, Jesus, they all loved him. He, it was very, he didn't wake up straight away. Like it was, it was very strange. Like he was, you could put your hand in front of Darren's eyes and he wasn't following you. Mm. So he didn't wake up properly from from uh, the co- uh, the coma so uh, it was very slow initially so a lot of he was tried on a lot of drugs to try and wake him up um, and one of them one of them worked so he was put on Ritalin by a doctor called James O'Rourke he's an ICU consultant in that hospital so he tried everything so he was geez, he was great great man for doing all that mm. so um, yeah so he was kept in there and then he was transferred up to a different ward, St. Paul's ward, and he's actually, he's currently in there, so he has a room of his own in there. Um, and he's been, he's been placed on a different ventilator that the NRH requested him to be on, and he did, he's done, you know, he's he adapted quite well to okay. that, so he's been on that for about four months, um, and he has received an eye gaze communication assistive technology computer off the CRC, so he can use that. It's a big computer screen. So he uses that with his eyes to sort of communicate with us. So uh, that's the that's the stage where we're at now. Like, and he's also getting his own molded wheelchair off the CRC as well. And oh. he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't move. Like he he moves his head only. Yeah. He doesn't. He can't move his arms or his legs. And have you been given a, a diagnosis, Samantha, to, or told what? What yeah, happened? it's it's very rare. It's called multi-system inflammatory syndrome. It's it's when inflammation attacks your organs from COVID. And what's the the long term prognosis? Um, it, well, I've been told that he's, it, there's no way he can get off the ventilator. His brain has forgotten how to breathe. His lungs are very healthy, but it's his brain. It's like a click has gone in his brain that tells him when to take a breath. Okay. But that's what it mostly attacks. Yeah. So he has a, he has a, I think it's called a anoxic brain injury. Okay. And that's the, so that's, is that, and, and the suggestion then, I mean, your, your next, I suppose, step in, in terms of the rehabilitation or the recovery for Darren uh, is to try and get him into the, the National Rehabilitation Hospital. Is that the, the sort of the yeah, plan? Yeah, so he's been accepted. He was accepted last August. Um, okay. And then I believe we were told that they were, so they need a ventilator. They need a special bed for him, so a ventilator bed. So then I believe they got that. Uh, and now they're, what I was told uh, maybe two months ago was that they don't have enough nurses yet for him. So that's what we're waiting on. Um, so but he was supposed to be in there in August. April. So, so initially it was August of last year the request went in and, and then it was April of this year. Uh-huh. And now we're into what? 
Yeah. Yeah, so we're waiting a long, long time. And that's just due, due to the numbers, I suppose, in there, is it? And, and yeah. staffing numbers? <clears throat> yeah, and they need, so they need specialised uh, nursing staff to to essentially to deal, yeah. care for them because he's 24-hour care. It's very hard on you, Samantha. Yeah, this. yeah, it uh, has been. Yeah. But sure, we got through it. We're getting yeah. through it. And I'm sure there's great hope in 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 getting, you know, Darren to the, the NRH and, you know, the plans and rehabilitation programme that they'll have there for him. Yeah, so he what we've been told was he'll be there for four months and then he is going back to Bowbound Hospital. So that's all been agreed. That's fine. And then eventually he will be going to St. Joseph's Hospital in Rohini. Um and then from there it's we it's not we don't have a long term plan. We have to just mm. see uh, how, how we is. go? Yeah, really. Yeah. How is he? Uh, he Dylan. has bad days and good days. Like he's been mm. through. Jesus, he's been through a lot. He's like had a lot. he's been through a lot of infections, and he's fought all them. Through even like including everything that's going on. Um, and some days you go in and he smiles at you. Some days he, yeah. he won't look at you. So like, yeah, but he. he I do say to his mom, he definitely has his personality back because he's real quirky. <laughs> so he'd yeah. find like jokes and anything, you know. Yeah. The into the the National Rehabilitation Hospital. Like, have you been given um, a better idea even of a timeline at the moment? Like, I know you mentioned April, but um, no, nothing. No, nothing. I haven't uh, actually heard from them since. So, um. Oh yeah, that, I don't really know what mm. way that's going to go. Well, he's been accepted, so they can't, you know, like he's, yeah, he's they going. Need to, he's going. We just it's don't just know to when. Get a date. Yeah, he's a good friend network around him as well. You mentioned Samantha. Very good friend yeah. network. He has Jesus Christ, I don't know how many friends. His friends are doing obviously the they're doing a Galway to Dublin walk this week. Everybody, like everybody, has been so kind. Yeah, and the fundraiser is is to help in what way, Samantha? Just to explain to it's people. Just, uh, I said it just sort of snowballed like eight months ago a group of friends just came up with this idea of doing the walk and then another group of friends decided to throw a benefit knife for him as well and I, I don't uh, I don't know it's to make it's make Darren's life like a little bit easier just take let the me, pressure let me bring him out and have the the all the equipment that I need and yeah. that's that's I that's sort of what we're thinking anyway I know. Because these are things that you you know a year and a half ago you never thought you'd need or require. No, any of this no, kind of equipment. Not. No, a lot of uh, a lot of different things I've learned over the last eighteen months. Yeah. Definitely, you sort of get know. <laughs> catapulted into this world, yeah. don't you? Of like equipment and you know measures and things that you you, yeah. you never think you'll need or even want to know about, and and all of a sudden you. You you find yourself knowing too much about it. If people wanted to um to get involved with the fundraiser Samantha or to help out in any way, is there is there a page set up or that that people can check it out? Yes, of course there is. There is a GoFundMe um set up for Darren. Um, I believe if you just type it into Google Darren O'Connor, it should come up. It'll come up. And then there's also a Facebook page called Darren's Benefit Night. 
Um, yeah, I think that's everything. That's everything that's set up. That's brilliant. Listen, Samantha, keep in touch with us. We can we can certainly reach out um, to the the uh, the National Rehabilitation Hospital and see if there is you know an, any update there with regards to course, you know, a date. Yeah. And we'll, we'll 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 certainly check in with you if we get anything back on that. But um, keep us posted and uh, best of luck. To the lads completing that fundraiser. Um, I know it's been taking place this week, so uh, wish them all the best of luck. You'll see them arriving at Crow Park Stadium uh, this afternoon as well. So well done and congratulations there to all involved. Samantha, thanks a million for joining us today, for sharing your story with us here on Lunchtime Live. That is Samantha O'Connor. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.